Alright. Hello, I'm John, right? And I'm JD Orr, and this is the Far, Far, Far Away Island podcast, a USA Handball talk. That's uh, not bad. I probably would have gone with like the Pharaoh fairy tale or something. <laughs> no, that's right? good. That's, that's, still, uh, yep. that's still pretty good. But uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. What? What a fun team they are to watch. And not just that, just, I mean, endless storylines with them. I went and did a little dive into average age of the roster and, and some of the key guys, and pretty much everybody on that team is that's making plays is under 25, you know. Uh, even You could even say under 21, you know. So it's uh, it's crazy. And they're all related in some capacity for the most part, so. Yeah, so so hey, so yeah, we'll delve right into our first topic is uh, the the fairy tale Faroe Islands. Uh, you know, they came up short, uh, but they all three games they were in it, and they yep. tied Norway <laughs> in an incredible a, fashion. Yeah, what what an incredible! They're they're just so fun to watch, yeah. um, and and they're such a such an underdog. I mean. Everybody was all excited about Iceland, you know, a tiny nation of 330,000 people. And, and here they are, one-fifth the size. Yeah. It's just it's just incredible. Yeah, I I, I had mis, misquoted a stat. I, somebody had said 100,000 people, it's 50,000 people, and there's 5,000 fans in the stands. So I was even even crazier numbers, you know? It, so. it, it, it is absolutely crazy and you know the the funny thing is is I, i've been following them for for a while and uh um in fact i remember the first time i talked about Faroe island handball i actually played with and against somebody lives in the u.s you know who's played at the Faroe islands oh oh geez that i i don't know anybody i think you know uh, and i, think I, you know, uh, man, I know. Mika. Yeah, Manuela. Yeah, he he actually. I remember him telling me a story that uh, oh, I don't know if it he was, was some coach. youth tournament or some B team tournament, but uh, he actually you know went to the Faroe Islands. I don't know how he got on the topic. This is like twenty five, thirty years ago that we were we were talking about you know him playing the Faroe Islands because they were roughly you know Finland yeah. typically is is a lower lower uh, skill nation. But uh, you know they they've had handball for a while. It's just you know I, I talk about the U.S. gold generation. I mean they they're platinum or you know yeah <laughs> elite Mastercard level. <laughs> well, you know it's such a small. I mean we've talked about the Iceland strategy. You know I say like well mm -hmm. you know like Iceland is like two Colorado Springs metropolitan yep. areas. You know <laughs> they're like. Faroe Islands is like seven, you know. It's, it's a, just yeah. it's a small suburb of Colorado Springs. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm trying to think. You know, fifty thousand population towns in the U.S. It's just incredible. Yeah. Um But uh, I don't often get to go into. You know, you, you always hear about the ugly American. You know, like, you know, Americans, they go over to Europe and they think everybody yep. needs to do it their way. Well, you and I 
I don't full well know the ugly European who comments on American handball and oh, says yes. like, yes, if I was an American, I would be on the national team and I would start for the national team. Mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. very annoying. Uh, they're all over Twitter. So they're all over Twitter. But here I go. I would have started on defense for the Faroe Islands. I may have started on offense for them. And before we go, like, oh, you're really being ugly, John. Mm-hmm. So would Drew Diamond. So yeah. would Domingo Sursen. So would Paul Scrupa. So would uh, Patrick Huter, Jordan Fithian, yep. Antoine Bopp. I, the I, list goes on. The, the list goes on. Just first, and, and it's nothing against the guys that got playing circle runner, but um, that's a team with some glaring weaknesses. And if John Ryan is starting on defense for you, if that's a glaring weakness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely a noticeable when you're watching the games with them, the size difference, I think it's a big thing, you know, like they're significantly, and there was a situation where Ollie Mitten got table topped, you know, just cause he's, he's still a kid and he's out flying around and, you know, I think it was, I forget which game it was where he, you know, gets, he's going up for a shot, basically just gets an elbow kind of up high and just falls right down straight on his back. And he was down for the count, but just because he's so small and, you know, going against these big guys. You, you, you play handball long enough, you know that height is not everything, but it's something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, and they are just small. And, you know, if they had a few more, you know, big bodies in there on defense, uh, it would make a big difference. And 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 that's what I saw. Uh, you know, when, I don't know if you saw the game against Poland. Poland just kind of beat him up. This Sipsack. Yeah. I mean, he's he's yep. a, he's tough for anybody to handle. Yep. But yep. When, when you know you're, you know, basically you're six foot going across the line, um, it's. And, and here, you know, talk, talk about the goalkeepers. That goalkeeper, the guy that used to play for Britain, he had the game of his freaking life, um, you know, against Norway. I mean, he was yeah. just, I, it's. It's what you got to have if you want to take down Goliath, you know. And it's one of those things, too, that you talk with the Norway people about. You know, this is not the first time that they've had these kind of mental lapses late in the game. If you remember the, was it the Spain, was that uh, third, that was a semifinal game where they uh, had it pretty much locked up and then they, you know, oh, get a passive call and then send it down. Who else is at the other end of the court? Danny Dushabayev for the score and then Spain goes on to win it. You're just like, what are you guys doing? Like the same thing here. You're up by two with. 20 well, seconds left. Right? If, if, if I'm Norway or or uh, Slovenia or another big nation, I'm like, oh, how are these guys hanging yes. with us? You know, uh, they shouldn't come down. To, you, know, you, know, we, the last to, you know, I played basketball. I used to call, let's get this game out of bullshit range. You know, get, yep. get a big enough lead that something crazy can't happen that you could maybe lose the game. Get a lead by 10, 15 points, and you don't have to worry about it. So in handball, that's a lead of, you know, three, four, like five they, goals. Yeah, 
I'm gonna say five. Yeah. So. Um, I, and I guess I guess where I'm going here is is I've actually compared. I mean, this seems crazy, but I've compared USA handball to the Faroe Islands before, and it it, it seems kind of bizarre. But you know, if you look at our particular our men's national team now, we're like a geographically dispersed Faroe Islands. I don't know how many uh, Americans live in Europe all over the place and how many of them play handball, but it's, it's probably less than, probably less, you know, if they, there's millions of Americans living overseas, but there's not as many families living overseas. Right. It's individuals on work. Grow up. Yep. So, you know, if you were to like take all of the, you know, the guys in Germany, Norway, and Spain and, and, you know, conglomerate them. Maybe it's a town of 25,000. I, I don't know. That's just a guess. Yeah. Um, but but to your point, then, it's like, you know, you take those numbers and you look at what the Faroe Islands are working with. And I don't know if you watched, I think the EHF did a little docu-series on Shippagatu and Ollie Mitten and kind of how they continue to develop their skills. And that's that's what it takes. And it's just having the access and resources uh, to, you know, a gym where that their dad owns that they can just go into the hall and do handball stuff all the time. And it's, uh, it's something that we don't have that uh, ability right now here. So we, we, we have that ability. It just, it just doesn't exist. You know, I mean, it maybe does for other sports and uh, I, I talked about like, there's a little town in, in Iowa called Norway. I mean, puny. I mean, yeah. the school doesn't even exist anymore. They even did a crappy movie about it the last season. Well, but they had a, a really good coach. <laughs> and they, over over the years, had three major league players come out of a tiny town of maybe five, 600 people. I mean, they, oh, they, they graduated yeah. like 25 kids a year. And they, and they only played, they only played baseball and basketball. Um, they, they didn't play football or anything else. And a uh, really good coach. Everybody played baseball. <laughs> Everybody pitched. Um, yep. They they didn't play they they didn't play us because we they they would play like Cedar Rapids, Des Moines. You know they would play yeah. the big schools. Um, and when they would play like another small school, they would have like their I don't know their left fielder that never yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, they're absolute somebody they could just throw the ball over the mound, you know, because yeah. they, they didn't want to waste a good pitcher on us. Um, but you, there's things you can do to take your very small pool and make it the best possible, but you're not always going to have a player like the skipper. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, he is a special player. Um, you can, I specifically you can, told our guys in the group chat, I'm like, watch him play, but don't do as he does because you can't can't do it because, you know, everybody in America likes to make skip passes. And, you know, I tell the guys, I'm like, he, he makes a skip pass to the wing almost every other possession. And I was like, if you attempt this, it's going to – the wing's going to be taking a nap. It's going to go out of bounds. It's going to get intercepted. You're going to – you know, just please, like, see his vision and understand like that's where we need to get to, but we're not at that point yet. You know, and, and, and the other thing I, I compared to like Hoosiers, you know, he's the Jimmy Chitwood 
coming off the picket fence, you know, not saying that, you know, like uh, Ollie Minton and that, uh, yeah. that wing, Hackam or whatever, they're, they're really good players too, but he is, he is special. Um, and he would start for most teams, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. and, it gets, it gets good time with Keel, I think. So, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. But, but I, I guess going back to my point, you got that small of a group, you're going to have, you're going to have holes. That's just, mm-hmm. it, it's, they're always going to be fun to watch, but I, I don't, and I don't want to rain on everybody's parade. They, unless they've got some hidden two meter guys coming up, they are not going to be able to, you know, win a championship. So let me ask this question: What does since the Faroe Islands are owned by Denmark? What what's the citizenship situation with that? So that's an interesting thing. You know, if you if you look at like uh, Great Britain, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about later, if we don't spend the whole time talking about yeah. <laughs> talking about the pharaohs um they play you know all of their team sports you know england scotland wales yep. northern ireland the old northern ireland sometimes combines with ireland they play individually um in in uh like soccer each of those teams mm-hmm. has a country that that participates but soccer in the olympics they have to combine for great britain so it's, you know, they do that for handball, essentially, as well. They have an English handball and a Scottish handball, but they they already, before that sport, they decide, hey, let's just combine uh, for that. But technically, he's got Danish citizenship, and uh, they had another Faroe Islands guy who was pretty good, who played wing for uh, for Denmark. I mean, maybe, maybe he still plays. I don't know, but he, he's, like, older. So. Okay. That's a question. That's a good question. Whether they could say like, "Hey, you know, he, he's not going to go for the world championships, but we're going to take him for the Olympics." Yeah, um, I, I guess I was making more the, the point to the other way. Like, there's some random Danish players that are big that see this problem and go to the Faroe Islands because they're not good enough for the the Danish team. You know, if Satchwell or Softwell or whatever his name is, you know. Play, plays for the Faroe Islands, and he was on that podcast with the Uninformed Handball Hour. He married a, a Faroe Islands girl. You know? Okay. That's, so, yeah. hey, take your best-looking Faroe Island girls and, you know. Yep. You know. <laughs> See what we can find. Denmark's got, you know. Plenty, yep. Rasmus Boysen could come out of retirement, and he could play for the Faroe Islands. They've probably got 20. Pivots that could go play oh, for yeah. the Faroe Islands. And again, I am not knocking the guys that aren't the big three for that team. What they have tremendous team spirit. They they're obviously working hard. They play in they play in the lower leagues and in Denmark and Norway. They, they're good athletes. They're just not special athletes. Okay. Um and, and, and I would clarify because I got flack on previous episodes about you know, John and I are both saying here as a suggestion to the Faroe Islands as, hey, you know, might need to beef up the roster here with uh, is all we're getting at. So, you know, it's 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 obvious, you know, great heart can only take you so far. You yep. know, it's there. 
and, and, and you know what? You know what I see eventually happening to them is is take a look at North Macedonia. You know, also fairly fairly small country. I'm not sure what their uh, population is, but you look at Kiro Lazarov, and uh, um, you know they they always are a tough tough team to play. But he was just you know <laughs> he was starting to get worn down because. Yeah. It, it's not like you're France and you can like have another guy come There's in for you. A whole another five yeah. start starting six unit rollout there that would yeah, be dogs on any other team. Oh, but shout out my yeah. France jersey here. Yeah. So, what do you think? How, how would the U.S. do against the Pharaohs? I it's one of those matchup situations, you know. Like I think, you know, Abu would probably uh, have a good good shooting day. Uh, Drew, we'd have a lot of pivot. It'd be a lot of pivot work, but I, I, I don't know that we are. I just feel like the agility would be uh, an issue because it's one of those if things. It's a problem but, for Norway and Slovenia. It'd be a right, problem that, for us. For, that's for kind sure. of that's my point. So, I, I, I don't that know. Said, if if you saw if you saw them play against Poland, and uh, you know how they just, you know, they overpowered them with size. I mean, it was a close game, but Poland yeah, pulled yeah. away, and that's the only game Poland won. Um, uh, wow, hey, they're they're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah, hey, I will love it. You know, when they make it into the semifinals and get a medal, that will oh, be it's, just it's, awesome. Yep. Do I think it's going to happen? Because think about this: if if because that's why I was interested in the games yesterday is that if they beat Poland and Slovenia were to have beaten Norway, then, then they would have moved on. Right. Uh, they would have had to make up 14 goals. Oh, so you're saying, cause Norway would have gone on goal differential. Okay. Yeah. Norway would have had to uh, have a meltdown and then they would have had to blow out. Okay. It, it took Poland. a combination yeah. of the two. Okay. Do I think they can make a main round? Yeah. I think they can make a main round. Do I think they can get, two top slots in the main round to make the semifinals? No, I, I tall just, order. that's a tall order. You know, that's, that would be incredible, but I just, I just, just don't see it. So, all right. That's one miracle, but you know what? Yes. We're going to talk now about the other miracle and oh, arguably, across the arguably the, the greater miracle. Uh-huh. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm trying to get this on the screen here. What am I doing wrong? While John's getting that locked and loaded, uh, for those that weren't able to tune in or didn't know uh, what was going on, uh, Great Britain was having a home-and-home home with uh, Kosovo uh, to get oh, yeah. a bid for uh, last, was it a last chance qualifier or – Because it was for Euros for 2025. No, World for 25. Look at the emotion there. Look at the fans. <laughs> you got a packed house. I, I I was, you know, I'm not British. I got goosebumps while I was watching this. And that's what, you know, I think uh, you looking can't back see, to some they, of the, Full stands on all four sides here. Yeah, that's just it's crazy. I mean, I think even the 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 games that we had in Auburn against Canada and 
I don't know. Well, you were there. Well, what, what did you say? You think we probably had a uh, hundred people in the stands at best? Well, Look at it, this. it's Jeez. yeah. So let me let me. Uh, I've got. They had a huge flag that they showed. Was oh, that that they? So you got you got stands on both sides. So I, you know the one question I didn't ask, and uh, is just you know who's paying for this? Because like this is no joke. I mean they got advertisements around the the border. They got you know advertisements on the corners. They got the whole shebang here. I mean this is this is a very well put on event from top to bottom. I was like watching this, like going, you know, I, I don't know if you saw my tweet. I said like. Uh, you know, whoever, whoever did this, um, you know, get him a uh, on-the-spot uh, promotion or an on-the-spot pay increase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, this is a tweet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got 33 likes. That's a, that's a pretty good amount for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, and uh, Xavier O'Callaghan, who's uh, with the former Barca. club handball, yep. Barca, former Barca player, retweeted it. Um, because I think he knew too. Okay, that does not happen in no. a in a <laughs> non handball country. country. Yep. Oh my goodness. Um, I I I was just blown away. I you know that yeah Auburn had more people than that you know part of it's the staging is the presentation if you put it in a cavernous arena right. that's due due to be demolished yep. it's going to look like one thing if you put it in a smaller arena and you put the right amount of stands on each side for how many people you think you can get there it can then, look pretty damn good yep yep um, and you know, I I was going back through time. Now, obviously, at the Olympics, we had a good atmosphere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> where were those games in Atlanta? Where were those? Uh, where were those played? They were at the World Congress Center. It was like it was like a makeshift stadium. Okay. Um, in a convention center. Okay. But it, right. it was well well set up. All the games were close to sellouts if they weren't sellouts depending on who was playing um and, and it is a pretty good atmosphere i mean it's the olympics okay but non-olympics i yeah. mean yeah you saw the <laughs> games at auburn you saw you saw the game up in uh lansing michigan for usa yep, canada for women yep you know the games in greenland they, was another one uh that the greenland fans they they showed up for so yeah uh, well again that doesn't impress me that's Greenland. They, they love handball yeah. there. Yeah. I know they don't have that many people, but hey, they're not much, they're not a whole lot to do there. It's their top sport. <laughs> it's, yeah, it surprised it's me that they filled that up. <laughs> but England, dirt by England, filling that up. You got to be kidding me. Yep. I I yep. don't know the whole story. I'm, I I I've con- I've sent some emails to say, hey, I want to interview the guy that that put this together because this is incredible. You know, we have not. You know, many have tried. Um, and I will. So, 
the Olympic festivals had decent crowds, you know, but it was kind of, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like that atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. USA played Brazil in 1996. They did it. That was kind of a smart move. They did it in conjunction with the national championships. So you at least had like, I don't know, 500. Uh, uh, yeah, the athletes were already there. Yep. Yep. So they played in a nice, pretty good sized arena and it was on ESPN. Oh. Um, wasn't live, but it was taped. ESP, they okay. actually had a deal. The Olympic Committee had a deal with ESPN that they would have to broadcast one thing from every sport. Uh, in order in order to get like the uh, track and field time trials, they had uh-huh. to, you know, show handball. And so they did. Okay. Um, anyway, and we played Brazil. It was a pretty decent atmosphere. Um, the match in Chicago, that was a decent atmosphere. The U.S. played Los Angeles beforehand. Wasn't very many people in it before uh, the Poland-Germany uh, game. Yep. Um, you know, the 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 infamous the Miami, La League uh, in Miami. Yeah. That was just the absolute... That, that was yep. that was a perfect example of not the right <laughs> how size things anymore. go wrong here. Yep. Um, uh, New York City, New York City had their New Year's Eve thing. Big Apple. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many of those were Germans that flew over to want to see the ball drop, but they had it in a smaller venue, um, so it didn't really did look better. But again, optics is the number one thing here for us. Is that, that is the you know best optics I have ever seen for a non-handball nation. I, and the camera's at the right level, so you never see like that. There's more potentially even more seats beyond so, where yeah, the top if row you, is. If you, so. if you if you if you go through the video, I'll put a link in the in the in the Recap, podcast yeah. notes that you can you can play around with it. There there's stands on the same side as the cameras too. They didn't. They didn't move everybody they, over just yeah. to one side. Um, yeah. Oh, here, here, here's a here's a point that I, I wanted to make. Have you ever talked to Europe and they said like, "Hey, I'm going to go visit JD in Ohio. I'll swing on by and visit you in Colorado." Yeah, it's like uh, no, you won't. <laughs> Does it like Andreas? They, uh, they have no the concept. Of he, he was doing a California. He was doing this big, you know, U.S. road trip. And uh, I was like, hey, yeah, you know, you know, if you're driving around, he's like, oh, we're doing this, this, this. I was like, you're never going to make it to me. Like, as he was talking about, that's not going to happen. So I remember I was in the UK and I was talking to somebody and they were like talking about this big, long drive that they had to do. So down there at the bottom, there's where the Pirates of Penzance were. And up in the top is Inverness, Scotland, pretty not. Yeah. I didn't go all the way to the Shetland Islands, but so still, that's way that's further a, than I would have thought you were. You know, if you told me what the the length, you know, drive was, half hour like, drive. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I I did that all the time. I did it a couple times this summer. You know, uh, Brooklyn, Iowa to Colorado Springs, yep. Colorado, twelve and a half hours. Colorado Springs <laughs> to Las Vegas, twelve and a half hours. Yeah, it's like so. The match was played in Derby, which is like right around here, I think, somewhere around there. Oh, that's pretty far from London still. It was like a two and a half hour drive from London. Okay. But, you know, uh, and 
it looks like we're running out of time, but um, it's it's not that far. And somebody somebody must have because they had a lot of youth there too. It was, yeah. I saw some things on social media um, that they, uh, you know, that people uh, they, they organized it. They were they had a good plan to get people to there. And um, I think if if the U.S. wanted to do something like that, because the entire country is not a six hour drive from the middle. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> um, if you go six hours from the middle, you're still not catching anything. <laughs> you know, about the only about the only time you could do it would be with a national championship tournament, and then you have the you have the issue of like, okay, well, we need to have everybody go stop playing for three or four hours to go watch this match. And right. if it was an important match, I think people would want to do that already. But you know, that's a podcast we still need to do about. Sticking a fork in the weekend tournament format. Yep. yep. Um, but um, it, it's much harder for us to get a critical mass in, in one area like that. Um, yep. And I think most of the people there were handball people. I don't know. That's a that's a good question for me to uh, for uh, me to ask. I'll send a message. I don't know if you're Facebook friends or not with the the coach for Great Britain, Ricardo. Um, I'll, I'll send him a message because he was hyping it up for weeks prior, both the away and home match. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm friends with him, and uh, he, like he retweeted what I sent, and um, I know the I know the chair of British handball. He, I did a thing with him when he was with Scottish handball, so I just okay. haven't linked so, yeah. up with it. Yep. And I, yep. and yep. I actually, you know, I I hope the coach wasn't involved with the day to day management and getting that order. He, he, every, Get everybody helping, but yeah. whoever was in charge, I mean, we we talk about like, hey, you know, let, let's get let's get a European to come run USA handball. You know, the European I want, That's... I want the guy that ran that tournament. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like holy cow! Because I'll tell you this much: when we went to Ireland and uh, we had Perfect that Tri Nations tournament, that was no different on... than any tournament that I've ever ran here. You know, and we were still putting tape down. 20 minutes before the game started, we were, you know, trying to find people to work the table. I mean, this is an international game and it's the same, same song dance we deal with at the club level here. And I've seen other UK, uh, Great Britain events, whether national team or club team that look, they look kind of like a USA tournament, you know, kind of strung together. And obviously that wasn't the case there. No. I was like, oh. what am I watching here? <laughs> yeah. So, Got a good group of people that are really into it, and that's what you need. So, I, I feel it had to be more than that. It had to be good planning. Had, they had to have a good plan to do that. And like I said, England is its a different can of worms than the United States, but they're, oh, yeah. we struggle with many of the same problems. They, Like I said, they don't have the size disadvantage. They're a lot closer to European, you know, continental Europe. <laughs> yep. Um, speaking of which, I guess we got a few minutes to uh, chat That's a little bit about the, there. Yep. about the U.S. men's team. So um, they're hanging out in, in Norway. Uh, I think they're northeast of Oslo, uh, I believe, uh, with Drammen and, oh, man, I can't remember the other clubs that they're playing against. 
uh, NFL like or a, something like that. Yeah, I looked him up. Uh, the one uh, was a perennial, you know, top three, never, never it, first place. Yeah, they, they lost thirty six twenty three to the German. Uh, yep. Here, here's a here's a photo I shared with you yesterday. I've, I've, I've been able to identify everybody, but uh, so that the tall guy next to Drew is Tristan Morowski's brother. At least that's oh, what, that was I didn't know he had a brother. Holy I, cow! I, yeah, uh, um, and that, that was a suggestion. I don't these these names what aren't is, okay because that would make him what like fifteen. I mean Tristan's. I guess maybe he's in the seventeen. So I don't know who the guy know. next to okay. Donlin is, but he's pretty good sized. And I and I, nobody had a clue on the guy in between him next and Ian him. Hooter. Okay. Um, but you can see a mix of uh, young standby and veterans different. and some of the younger yep. guys uh, getting together. So, um, I, I I sent an email to to USA Team Handball, wanted to know if we'd find out anything more about it. Uh, I. Yeah, I, I found out, I found out on social media, um, and uh, then I did a little digging around. And I saw the one report from uh, 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 Dramon team that yep. beat us. So they're they're right behind Colstad, uh, Colstad, and Elbrum. So they're a pretty good team. Yep, yep. Um, and they've and I love, I mean historically they've been in the top three for a long time. Yeah, but uh sure. yeah it's one of those i i you know i talked to sebastian wheeler he's you know playing over there and uh not far from where this is going on and you know i was trying to get some inside scoop from him and he told me a little bit about the team that they're playing against and that they'd be pretty okay. steep competition at least Drummond would be um and roger meyer our other handball friend uh he's yeah i texted him for a little you know recap of how the games went and he never got back to me on it so you know, it's just kind of it happens. You got to be in the club to know, and uh, you and I, John, are not in the club. Yeah, so. I, it just seems to me that this might be of interest to other people in the U.S. handball community. Yep, just, just yeah. me thinking just that. Sim- simple as that. Uh, just you know, trying to get stuff to talk about. Uh, if you, you know, few Instagram posts, uh, yeah, promote the club, promote yeah. the team. You know, as I told some people, is that people want to get to know these guys if they want to support them. You know, you can't, you know, you, you look at when we have these world cup runs for soccer and things like that, there's all these deeper dives into the players. You get to know them that way they kind of become your family. And uh, so that's one of those things that dear, we're looking at this picture. We don't even know one of the guys in the picture and it's, it's kind of uh, you know frustrating because it shouldn't be that way. It should be used to family should be all up and, you know, cheering and supporting these guys and, and making sure everybody knows their name. So yeah, uh, and and I see one name there. Glad to see he's back practicing with the team. Oh, Alex Chan. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got the passport situation. All so I, I assume the passport situation has been fixed. Uh, I, I, one can hope. So yep. that's a good thing. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's great for this team to get together and uh, get some good training in. Like I said, I think other than Drew Donlin. And maybe the two guys that we don't know about next to him, uh, maybe uh, everybody else is already there in Europe. So kind of like what we talked about, 
Um, I think it's a safe safe assumption that they're the two other guys are in Europe. Otherwise, we would definitely know <laughs> who they are if they were based. Yeah, here. he's gonna he's gonna show up for uh, Johns Hopkins and he's yeah. gonna shock the world at uh, nationals. Balling, balling out, take leading this team twenty five goals a game. So, <laughs> oh. They won every game by by one with a score of twenty five twenty four. Weird. So just pass the ball to this guy. Well, we've got more European handball competition. Oh, one one other thing. So I post I post the video on YouTube earlier than I post the MP3 and do all the social media. So if you want to get an earlier uh, jump up, jump on this, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel or go to our YouTube channel because um, I'll I usually get that posted a little bit sooner than the. The other the other work, but uh, um, plenty of more great handball coming up though for the next eight days. Oh yes, so we oh, got we yes. got three matches a day, and uh, well, I I know my my time. It'll be like seven seven thirty ten o'clock and twelve thirty every day for me in Mountain Time Zone. So nine thirty twelve o'clock and two thirty. Um, good good for the Eastern folks for the eastern time zone folks um lots of great handball um there was a lot of good games today too specifically i mean there's a lot of close close battles and you know i've been talking with a lot of people in germany they're they're maybe hopes are a little high we're gonna run out of time here yep sorry (laughs) so for jd or i'm john ryan and thanks for listening ciao Good stuff. Find the recording stop button. Where is it? (laughs) Down in the middle.